You're listening to Retrospection Radio Theater from the creative mind of Noah Martin. Brought to you by Retrospection Multimedia. It takes a lot of work to bring you these stories, and so I'd like to point out that we have a Patreon and Ko-fi in the description. A small donation of $5 can get you access to exclusive content and help keep Madison, Maine afloat. We are proud to bring you Retrospection Radio Season 5, Future Imperfect. Sally Baker had an encounter with an interdimensional being she didn't even know existed, and wasn't even sure had a name. But to her, she couldn't differentiate between whether or not that being had truly existed or her mind had hallucinated. I'll tell you now, dear listener, you're in Madison. Madison, Maine is home to no small amount of paranormal, metaphysical, otherworldly, and supernatural creatures but this doesn't mean that everyone knows about them. In fact, most of them don't at all. Which brings up a fact that I'd like to point out. Sure, Sally Baker came face to face with a demon or monster or whatever terms you prefer, but she also came face to face with herself. Of course, not in a literal sense, but in a metaphorical sense. She saw herself in the mirror. She was pulled through by her reflection, and she was forced to either confront herself or run away. And unlike Elliot Cooper, who decided to run away, to curl up in a ball and cry, Sally Baker saw the monster and decided to not back down. It is in this key choice between encounters that separates Sally Baker from Elliot Cooper. Elliot Cooper will never, in his entire life, be able to face himself and win. His fears will always get the better of him. But Sally Baker, on the other hand, is about to become a very, very different person. Sally finished reading the newspaper and began to contemplate her next steps. Sure, she was interested in seeing Elliot again, but she didn't have social media and had forgotten to ask for his number. Plus, she was far too interested in discovering the truth. She wasn't sure what it was or where to find it, but instead the only lead she could think of was the final heading in the newspaper. The Madison Gazette was being closed for good. She placed the paper down and got up from the bed. Cautiously, she opened her bathroom door. She was relieved to find no otherworldly creatures within. She washed up taking time to change her clothes and carefully conceal her firearm. Then, she left the hotel room on course for the Gazette. Elliot Cooper had a grander welcome when he had arrived merely a few days before. At least, there was someone at the front desk. But Sally Baker stepped into a nearly empty building with barely any cars parked out front. It was as if the staff simply didn't show to work today. Sally was a bit on ease, especially since she might be considered trespassing, but she decided to head down the lengthy hallway in hopes of finding at least one person. The hallway itself was poorly lit by emergency lights. The occasional skittering of a rat caused Sally to jump. She was on edge walking down this lonely hallway. She wasn't sure what she was going to find, if anything, but being in an empty building after last night was enough to have her mind playing tricks on her. 
Every shadow looked like a potential monster ready to leap out and tear her to shreds. Every flash of a light bulb made her jump, and even the distant, quieted sounds of cars honking on the road made her hair stand on end. She wasn't sure if it was paranoia or truth, but she thought she saw movement out of the corner of her eye. Her head darted to the side, but all she saw was darkness. She hurried underneath the light and tried to look around. Did it possibly get darker? Surely not, right? The flick of a light switch echoed down the corridor. Light now shone from a door much, much further down the hallway. It bled into the darkness with a pale, ghostly white luminance. Despite every thought in her mind to not walk towards the door, she did. And a few moments later, she stood in the doorway with a nearly empty office void of desks, papers, computers, and people. The only thing in the room was the shadow of a person cast on the ground, their legs bent and broken in odd ways, their head almost entirely horizontal with a neck that was undoubtedly broken. But the person casting the shadow wasn't there. Sally thought it strange, perhaps a prank the office workers played on one another, painting a deformed shadow on the ground. As she thought this, she saw the shadow rise in an almost liquid state to face her. No mouth formed, but words thundered through the room. Sally Margaret Baker. Sally pulled out her gun and aimed it at the shadow man. She did not reply. After a moment or two of waiting, the shadow continued. Sally Margaret Baker, I've come for you. Sally flicks the safety off, her finger hovers above the trigger. Forget the newspaper, don't listen to it, and live your life normally. What if I don't want my life to be normal? Then you will pay for your mistakes. What is the newspaper? Why does it predict the future? The newspaper is a curse given to you to break you from your linear life. By who? The enemy. I am a humble watcher with limited time. Choose your questions carefully. Sally's mind filled with even more questions, but she was able to reserve most of them for a later time. Her mind was hyper-focused on the newspaper. Why break us from our lives? Because the enemy offers something others cannot. And what's that? Change. Are you the leader? No. Who is? Truth. Truth? Think of truth like the brain of the body. The truth is knowledge. It lets you think and reason. Then what's the heart? My master's enemy. Sally found herself bubbling up with fury and questions, neither of which would be answered satisfactorily during the conversation. Why do you serve truth? Truth saved me from the enemy. You warned me not to follow the enemy. Who is the enemy? Your truth 
is something you do not want to know. The newspaper comes from the enemy, then you should tell me who the enemy is. The heart of the body, the opposite of truth. So, the heart has been giving Elliot and now me a newspaper for the sake of bringing us from the truth. And now, it's up to myself whether I'll follow the enemy's plans or truth. What is my truth? Your truth is that you will never amount to anything. You will never solve your issues. You will never find Elliot again. But you will live a long and full life. You will die satisfied. Why wouldn't I want to go with the enemy's plan, then? I've come to warn you not to. I cannot stop you. Forget the newspaper. Do not see Elliot. Where is Elliot? That is your choice. Yes. Where is Elliot? You may find Elliot in the park at 3 p.m. today, same spot as you found him yesterday. He'll be hoping you stop by. Will I ever see you again? The shadow begins to melt back to the ground. It darts across the room and disappears into the linings of other shadows. Sally Baker was left alone in the room, gun in hand pointed at emptiness, and lost in thought. She made her choice. She was going to see Elliot again. She was going to wait at the park for him until 3 p.m. And then she'd learn her truth, whatever that meant. She holstered her weapon, turned back into the darkened hallway, and prepared for whatever future might await her. Thank you for listening to this episode of Retrospection Radio Theater. I am Noah Martin, creative mind behind Retrospection Multimedia. Join us Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for new episodes. Please consider subscribing, rating, or reviewing this podcast if you liked it. If you like Retrospection Multimedia and the content we provide, go to www.retrospectionmultimedia.com. You can donate to help keep Retrospection Radio airing at the Ko-fi or Patreon link in the description. You can also go to our website to hire us for your own podcast. Join us again next week for the next thrilling episode of Retrospection Radio Theater Season 5, Future Imperfect. <laughs>